Okay, Christian, make sure you're treating other people well at all times. Otherwise, you're in big trouble, mister. And we don't want that. God's riches at Christ's expense. As Christians, we are to be known for our kindness, our love, right? Well, we are to reflect Christ to the world. So Christ is God in the flesh, perfect in every way, and we are to be images of Christ. I know, not only a tall order to fill, but an impossible order to fill. And I think that's probably where the world really gets hung up with us in that, um, you know, we, well, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it, right? If, If you're a Christian and you follow Christ and have for any amount of time, you know what people say about you. You know, they think that you're self-righteous or you think that you're just a little better than everyone else. And then, of course, now, no matter what, you know, you're hateful. You you hate. Christians are known as an intolerant, hateful bunch. So what are we to do with that? You know, recently, uh, Candace Cameron Bure got drugged pretty hard on the Internet by another young celebrity because she wouldn't take a picture with her at one time in the past when she was a little girl and and called her the rudest celebrity that she had ever met. And, uh, well, that hurt Candace's feelings, apparently, and she didn't want to be known for being rude. Uh, but especially, it's not just like a personal thing. When you're talking to celebrities, it's not just like a personal attack. Like, uh, Candace Cameron berets a, a brand and she has a business. It's kind of like Ellen. Ellen is was known as the queen of nice. And when it came out that she wasn't always nice, that hurt her brand uh, significantly, hurt her business significantly. Another one I can think of recently, Chrissy Teigen was another one that got tore up pretty good online for uh, not being as nice as people thought that she should be or, or was. Some of those... Uh, I don't know the details of any of those, so I don't really follow Hollywood news. So, uh, But I just happened to notice that the Today Show picked it up. That's where I read it. Uh, was on Facebook reading the Today Show's article. And it could, you know, really, I, I, I couldn't care less. But uh, it was the comments that I started reading. I'm like, eh, whatever. So I click on the comments and I start reading. And I just noticed just the hatred towards... Candace Cameron and, and uh, also Kirk, the Camerons, you know, those Christians just, just hate them and they're just hateful people. They're, they're, they're Christians. So you know that they're judgmental and hateful, you know, assuming the worst about them. And it just kind of got me thinking just about how we have to go the extra mile to be extra kind to people. And even then you're still going to get torn up and called hateful and intolerant and all these things. Thinking back to the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter five. And of course, you know, he says, blessed are the merciful. They shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Are you a peacemaker? For they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you 
when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So if people uh, insult you and they persecute you and they say all kinds of evil against you because you've earned it and you genuinely are kind of jerky towards people, you're short with people, a little rude with people, well, you've earned that. But blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me, Jesus says. So that would require that you first look like him, right? So that's the question. Do we? Are we? Very good. Very good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, you know, we, uh, I don't know. This, it's just such a, uh, we have our work cut out for us, right? Because they hate Christ. And so they're going to hate us. I know. I get it. I get that. But we have to go so far above and beyond. And we have to bless those who persecute us. We have to bless them and not curse. We have to rejoice with those who rejoice. We have to weep with those who weep. Does this sound familiar? This is Romans chapter 12, starting at verse 14. Be of the same mind toward one another. and Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. You're a little arrogant, got all the answers for all the questions. And what you need to do is you need to, yeah, never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Romans 12, 17. That's a good lesson for us. Don't seek your own revenge, right? Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. And then 1219, never take your own revenge, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Look, the world hates Christians. This is nothing new. We're not, you know, if if you've been around at all, you've experienced people don't like you. Now your Christian friends like you, I hope, <laughs> but people don't like you. Make sure they don't like you for the right reasons. Uh, you got to be humble. You have to be, um, well, meek, lowly of heart, not haughty, right? Not proud and arrogant, not self-righteous. You really have to come alongside people and love people. You have to be willing to be injured and to, to, to take that injury. Remember that it's not directed necessarily at you, except the stuff that we deserve. The more that we are like Christ, the more we will encounter that. Why? Because people don't like Jesus. Why? Because he's holy and holiness is convicting just like it was for us. I don't know about you. I was the same way. I was there. I didn't like the holy rollers. They were uh, pretty annoying to me. So, and then, and then he got a hold of me. Well, I think if you look at it this way, 
uh, is it Colossians? Where's my Bible? Colossians chapter, in Colossians, it's talking about, I think it's Colossians, we're talking about filling up um, the measure. If you know what I'm saying and where I'm going, help me out here. But, you know, people hate Christ. He was here and they hated him and now he's gone, but they still hate him. And so a lot of the hate directed at Christ still gets poured out on us. And so, you know, we get to, here you go. Colossians 1 verse 24 says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and I fill up what is lacking of Christ's afflictions in my flesh on behalf of his body, which is the church. Uh, basically what Paul's saying is, look, they hated Christ and they only wish he was still around so they could hate him more and mock him more and spit on him more and punch him in the face more because that's what they want to do to him. And now he's not here. And so now we're there, the world's punching bag. It's it's directed at Christ. It's intended for Christ. And because we are his and we can't get to him, they get to him through us because we are uh, hopefully little reflections of his. They hated him. They will hate us. Okay. So what can we do? Here's kind of the goal. Here's kind of what I'm driving at is remember that this world is not our home. Uh, peace and comfort and joy is, is great to have. And thank God when we have it, but it's not what we're chasing. Like our home is heaven and we're going there for eternity and we, we wait for that. So while we're here, we have to, like Christ, um, not count our lives so dear to us that we don't put other people first. We have to love others ahead of ourselves. It's really, really hard to do. I know because we're naturally selfish creatures. And I don't know about you, but here's my tendency. My tendency is when I see the world get ugly, I just withdraw from it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create a system where I'm not around people. I'll create a, a job where I work overnight by myself and I'm away from people. That way I don't have to, to deal with those hard things. And I'll just kind of keep to myself and I'll keep to my really small circle of Christian friends and then we'll be okay. And I don't have to deal with it. Well, guess what? Uh, that's not what we're called to do. So what I'm telling you is I'm wrong. Okay. But I'm working on it. Okay. So here's the deal. If people hate Christ, they're not going to heaven. They're God haters. And God says, do not repay evil with evil. Vengeance is mine. Like if, if, if people are really going to hell, we should be doing anything we can to make this life. You realize this is their heaven. This life is their heaven. This is as good as it gets for them. And when I meet people and I see that my heart kind of breaks and I want to do anything I can to make this life as good as possible for them. I want it to be better for them than it is for me because this isn't my life. I know where I'm going. This is their heaven. This is it. They get one shot and they will spend eternity in hell. 
this is as good as it gets for them. So as far as it goes with me, I need to do anything I can to make this life good for them. I'm not saying compromise. You know, we don't compromise truth. I'm not saying that we don't warn them. I'm saying that we go the extra four miles to be good to people, to win them to Christ. That's the goal is to win them to Christ. But even if we're not winning them to Christ, be good to them, like overwhelmingly good to them. Uh, If nothing else for the reason of uh, just making this life good for them. But at the same time, you would say, I've been nothing but nasty to that Christian. And why do they keep just pouring out goodness on me? They're just always good to me. It's like the nastier I get to them, the kinder they are to me. And I don't get that. But isn't that the way it was with us in Christ? Like the, we were enemies. We made ourselves enemies of him. And yet he pursued us and he was good to us and he saved us. Uh, So anyways, that's kind of my take on it is that uh, we have to go above and beyond and have extreme love and extreme kindness and operate your life in a way. This is another area I could really use some improvement. Operate your life in a way that accusations don't stick to you. People already don't like you because of Christ. They're going to look for any handle they can grab onto to discredit the name of Christ. Now, granted, most of the time, these uh, are problems that are our own making, right? Our own flaws, the things that we don't do well, uh, whether it's you're not as kind to people as you could be, you get rude, you get snappy, uh, you don't pay your bills on time, you don't pay your taxes on time, whatever it is, those are all little handles that people can grab onto to go, look, See, that's what Christians are like. Those guys are all talk. You know, you have to really live well. You really have to operate your life, manage your life well, and do everything in your power to be blameless so that you are the Teflon man and accusations don't stick because you've operated from honesty, purity, integrity, righteousness, uprightness, you reflect Christ. So it's a tall order, but we have to do it, man. We have to be dedicated to that. Do that, live well, treat others extremely well, know the truth, share the truth in love. Don't compromise, but man, love them all the way to the end as much as you can and win them for Christ with your goodness if possible. And if you can't, Well, then you've just done everything that you can to love them and make this heaven of theirs. This life is their heaven. This is as good as it gets for them. Do your best to make it the best for them. God's riches at Christ's expense. Let her.